Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to the head coach Jay McCauley show here at Wofford. I'm Jim Noble, along with Terriers men's basketball coach Jay McCauley. I'm surprised you can carve out 15, 20 minutes out of your schedule these days to do these things. Uh, it is crunch time. It is the grind. A lot of teams are running on fumes in February, but you guys are are figuring out things as we get ready to Asheville. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We uh, we had a great victory the other night, and we're looking forward to another week here in February where we can get better. And uh, we're right in the mix again. Uh, our league is uh, there's a log jam uh, with a lot of things at stake here these last few weeks. So the team, like we talk to our guys all the time, that's most committed to the little things and doing what we do best and cleaning up a few things still, uh, we'll be just okay. Since we last spoke, the Terriers went 2-1, two and one, two very big games here at home, a heartbreaker on the road. We will get to all of that. We will look ahead to the three-game road trip upcoming for Wofford and take a look behind the scenes a little bit at some of the guys and women besides Jay who make this whole thing tick. It is all ahead here on the Jay McCauley Show. And welcome back to the Coach Jay McCauley Show, brought to you by R.J. Rockers. Well, when we last spoke, Jay, you were getting ready for East Tennessee State here at Jerry Richardson Indoor Stadium. It was an interesting dynamic because you had to get everybody back up after a tough loss at Mercer. I think that's been one facet of this ball club is its resiliency. Yeah. Talk to me about the job that you and your staff did, getting those guys ready to play against the Bucks. Yeah, I was really proud of our guys. A nationally televised game. An afternoon game here where I thought uh, we had a great crowd, uh, but we had some things stacked up against us, you know, that uh, if you allow it to be a distraction, it will be. And you can't play that way versus a very talented East Tennessee State team coming in here that was just as hungry as we were for a win. But to not have Morgan uh, Safford uh, and for guys to step up in different pockets and find a way to win a ball game with our defense <laughs> was very, uh, very good for our confidence and uh, our defensive numbers have been going up and up and up these last two to three weeks. Our rebounding numbers have been really, really uh, good uh, in terms of our conference uh, in the national rankings. And it was good to see us close out a ball game with a stop and a rebound. Yeah, and you hit some free throws down the stretch. Scoring was very balanced between B.J. Mack, Isaiah Bigelow, and Max Klesman. Like you said, it was a grind. It was a 62-60 to 60 win. Um, the one thing that I think is important to point out it's really tough to beat any team in this league twice. And you did it against ETSU. Yeah, and they've got, a, they got an old, older outfit there and a lot of talent. And you remember the game before that, they played Western at Western, and they had 12 made threes in the first half and ended up with like 18 or 19. Uh, so to hold that team to six made threes uh, let me know our guys were super locked in. They knew what they had to be on the catch, and they knew what they had to do to get the defensive rebound, and we made enough plays to pull that one out. So the win here, 62-60, and then on the road to Samford, the longest trip of the year for Wofford. You go to a place where you've had success in the past, Samford in their second year under Bucky McMillan. They are a completely different team at home than they are on the road. You handled them pretty well here in January at Jerry Ridge Indoor Stadium. They came to play. It was a tough, physical gritty game. I know we've had some issues with the way some things transpired, but you you know, you, you lose Isaiah Bigelow and then you lose a lead in the second half. I know that's been a concern and that one just did not go the way you wanted it to go. No, no, and it uh, was something we talked about leading into the game and still something we got to get better at is 
being physical, but being smart too. And, uh, you know, some things didn't go our way. They haven't gone our way in certain spots this year and we haven't handled it very well. But it doesn't mean we can't keep learning and growing. We got to get better for when the games really, really matter in crunch time to respond better. And I was really proud of our team in the first half. We had the right mentality. And then whenever that fail happened in the second half, we got a little bit on our heels. They made a run and we didn't respond very well taking care of the ball or rebounding like we've been doing most of the conference mm -hmm. play. And when you don't do those two things very well uh, on the road or at home, you're not going to be able to win many ball games. I know B.J. Mack was doing everything he could inside. You know, um, he, I always joke with B.J., you're going to get some help, you're going to get some help. And I'll tell you what, when we come back, you're going to see about the help that B.J. Mack got inside. The Terriers, by the way, got back here to Jerry Richardson Indoor Stadium. I want to say about 4 o'clock in the morning, did. Jay and his staff had a scant two days to turn things around before Western Carolina came to town. We will cover that game next here on the Jay McCauley Show. Welcome back to the Coach Jay McCauley Show. I'm Jim Noble. So with Western Carolina coming to town, all right, B.J. Mack has been immense. But B.J. needs some help on the inside, and we're going to start things off by talking about the first half that Sam Godwin had against the Catalans. 12 points in the first half and a huge lift off the bench. Yeah, he's finally getting his wrist back to full health and being able to shoot free throws for the first couple times here the last week or so. But, you know, to finish in the box, uh, as we call it, inside that pain area, where we're second in the league statistically and 22nd overall in the country at two-point percentage, but even better when we're in that part of the floor. It's because Sam Godwin is sealing and working and BJ and we're looking down there. We've got to do a better job of that. But Sam was four for four. BJ was eight for ten. We get that type of production. Uh, we got to throw that ball in there more. Fairly tight ball game for most of the first half. You go in a little bit of a spurt to close out the first half. And then you've talked about it, that four, first four minutes of the second half key. And that's when you guys really put the pedal down and put this one out of reach. Yeah, this is probably one of the most uh, proudest I've been of this group this year is because we ended the half with a stop or two. Some things we didn't handle well, but we ended it with a stop or two. And all of our halftime uh, talks were about we got to come out of the gates here with two or three more consecutive stops to set the tone. And I thought you saw our elevation and urgency, activity, all that stuff, which ended up fueling that run we had offensively. Yeah, I think you held them to 20% some odd three-point shooting in the second half. And, and the great thing is you closed it out. You, you went ahead and just went ahead and, and just didn't give them any room to breathe in the second half, came out with a big win. So now as we add it all up, seven and seven in conference play, you and everybody else, the seven and seven in conference play kind of seems like, and all of a sudden we look up and there's four games to go in the, in, in the season. So everybody's banged up, everybody's tired, everybody's running on fumes to a certain extent right now. What makes the difference? How do good teams get through this two-week stretch and on to Asheville? Yeah, I think it's your internal locker room, and I think it's your overall mentality of this is what you signed up for. This is when it's supposed to be the most fun. You put yourself in position to be in the mix, and now you got to go out and execute and be tough because everybody, like you said, is going through something. And that's where you got to pull even closer together as a staff, as a locker room. And... I think you're on our bus trips. We do that pretty well, and uh, that's something we've got to continue to do here down the home stretch 
because there's some different things that can happen here with four or five different teams. Some teams have five games, most teams have four games. Mm -hmm. So you just got to take it one day at a time, one game at a time. And if we do that and keep our mentality sharp and our locker room tight, we're going to be in good position. Well, it is a three-game road trip upcoming, but we will take them one game at a time, beginning with a visit to Charleston. That's coming up next. And welcome back to the Coach Jay McCauley Show, brought to you by RJ Rockers. So, Road Warriors once again, three straight games on the road for the Wofford Terriers, beginning Wednesday night at Citadel. Then you face Furman in Greenville and then at VMI. So, all right, Coach, take them one at a time. Uh, don't look too far ahead, but... These are some teams that Citadel got a win last game. They're feeling a little bit about themselves. Furman's been struggling. VMI lost to their arch rival Citadel. How do you? How do these three shake out for you? That's just our league. Uh, <laughs> that's our league, and uh, you better respect everybody in every possession. And Citadel's got some older guys, experienced guys that they too want to be in the tournament. They they they're desperate. So. We got a lot of respect for their outfit and how they do things, and they pose a bunch of different problems, just like every team in our league does. So we'll spend the next 48 hours preparing for them, load the bus as we always do, stick to our routine, and go down there and hopefully make shots and get stops. I do want to point out the Furman game on Saturday in particular because I think it's always a great opportunity for Wofford fans when we play in the big arena in Greenville. Look, let's face it, you got to make it at least a neutral site game and cost them their home court advantage. It was a classic a couple years down. There's a great atmosphere for college basketball. Wofford fans turned out. It was a fantastic game. It was a one-point game. Wofford had a shot to, to go at the end. How important is it for Terrier Faithful to make the trip down to Greenville and and you know, make it a, it almost has a tournament feel yeah. when, when you play Furman down there. Yeah, it's a great point. I think heading into Asheville, we could use that as a, uh, you know, an example of what it's going to be like, the atmosphere, the intensity. It's always intense versus Furman. They're having a good year. We're right in the mix again. So, obviously, emotions will be high. A lot of fans from their outfit will come out as well as ours. But we're looking forward to that one. But obviously, we've got to take care of the uh, first one, which is Citadel. Yep. And Furman, let's face it, they may have played their best game of the season right here when they came to Spartanburg. Uh, it was a 25-point margin there. Um, do you look at that one, learn from it, different wrinkles? Uh, what, what sort of mentality, what sort of uh, emotions go in when you tell your bunch that we're going up against a team that handled us pretty well the first time? Yeah, I mean, uh, part of that is – me as a former player and now in coaching, you don't have to say a whole lot. They, they, uh, they know we could have played a lot better and more committed to what we needed to do and not fracture at certain periods. Remember, in that game, it was 24-22 and 37-33 at one point, and we just we didn't handle some things well, and they did. So credit to them, but thankfully we get to play everybody twice in our league, and we'll have another opportunity when that time comes. All right, so three road games upcoming, but the big one the Terrier fans can get to, of course, Saturday at Greenville at Bon Secours Wellness Arena against the Furman Paladins. Finally, we'll close things out here on the show by looking at Jay's staff. It's not the biggest staff in the league, but boy, do they work hard. We'll talk about the contributions of the folks behind the scenes when we come back. Welcome back to the Coach Jay McCauley Show. We'll step aside from the X's and O's of basketball for a second. 
talk about. Jay McCauley's support staff here in his third year in Spartanburg. Uh, you've had the same three top assistants for your entire lengthy tenure here at Wofford. Uh, Dwight Perry, your associate head coach, uh, certainly Will Murphy and Paul Hemrick, your, your assistant coaches. Talk about those guys, their strengths, their skills, what you lean on them to do and their responsibilities day to day. Yeah, anyone that's around our program knows I lean on them heavily, and that's by design. You know, your program's nothing without talent or players, number one. But the next thing that better be right is your staff because they're the teachers. They're echoing everything you want this program to be about. And they're spending a lot of time behind the scenes with the players, dealing with their minds, right, but sure. also their skills on the court. And... You know, each one of those guys has specific duties that they help make this thing go. And boy, oh boy, do we lean on them as a staff, me as a head coach. Uh, they lean on each other, but our players do as well. I'm amazed. You get to see things on the road and on the bus trips. And, you know, we'll get on the road after a game. And, uh, you know, some of us are more concerned with, you know, eating some Chick-fil-A and checking scores. And your whole staff has the laptops, they're breaking down video, they're looking at recruiting videos, they're, they're, they're doing everything. And this is at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning coming back. I mean, it's a good thing you're a good delegator because these guys are, are working all the time. And it's just, it's amazing to see how much work goes into things and how good they are individually. And then behind them... You've got a whole support staff. You've got a special assistant to the head coach, Tyler Strange, a former stud at Gardner-Webb. I told him I'd throw that in there. <laughs> um, a new trainer this part, past part of the season, Diane Boyce taking over for Elise Hart, and, of course, A.J. Kerr, our strength and conditioning coach. I mean, none of this happens without a contribution from any of these six or seven folks. Yeah, and you mentioned it. We don't have the largest outfit in terms of staff, so we better be very intentional with what each person does and, you know, this is where I get emotional because I've been in those roles and it's it's just vital because you got to have people that care, that work their tail off. People don't realize that they're up 2, 3 a.m. in the morning mm -hmm. thinking about our players and how we can be better to represent this college better. They want this thing badly more than anybody, just as much as our players. And, you know, that's time away from family, you know, and, and I'm sensitive to that with my family. So... That's why I want to hire really high-quality guys that uh, can do those things. Diane's been great for us in the athletic training department, keeping that a seamless transition. And Coach Kerr is the very best. I mean, what he does with meals, efficiency, tracking guys' sleep, nutrition, their bodies and injury prevention at this time of year is going to be mm -hmm. huge. So they're all key. And Coach Strange, who I coached back in the day, he knows <laughs> what makes me tick and what, what I'm about. And they're all about winning. So that's who I like to surround myself with. Yeah, we didn't just bring in Coach Strange so the manager team would be really good. He's, <laughs> he's really good at what he does. And, and last but not least, this show won't make it on the air unless I remind everybody about Addison Harvey, our Director of Video Services, and Carol Rich, our Basketball Sports Information Director, because otherwise we would just sit here babbling about nothing and they'd never make it on the air. So thanks to those guys as well. Absolutely. You ready to roll? I am. Three, less than three weeks until the Southern Conference Basketball Tournament 
in Asheville. Jay, we can't wait. We thank you for your time as always. Yeah, best time of year, and uh, thanks for having me. All right. We will hopefully see a lot of you in Greenville Saturday against Furman. We'll report back with all the road games and also get you ready for senior night coming up in a couple of weeks, the last home game against Mercer here at Jerry Richardson Indoor Stadium. For Coach Jay McCauley, I'm Jim Noble. As always, thanks for watching the Coach Jay McCauley Show brought to you by R.J. Rocker.